0: Distraction, Scott. How are we doing today?
1: We're doing fantastic, Adam. Well, I am anyway. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put words in your mouth. In fact, I'm not gonna put anything in your mouth. Please don't. It's I would appreciate early. it. I would appreciate it. Yeah. Like I buy me dinner first, you is got what it. I'm gonna say. You got it. consider it done.
0: But how are we doing? How are we doing this week, Scott?
1: Fabulous. Um, you know another week has come and gone. Here we are, another FYD show. Uh, things are things are okay. Uneventful, uneventful. That's is. a good thing.
0: That's a yeah, good thing. Yeah,
1: nowadays it's the less the better. I believe Super Bowl tomorrow. As of recording, it
0: Super, Super Bowl is tomorrow. Are
1: you pumped? Is tomorrow? I'm. I'm excited. I'm actually uh, attending a Super Bowl party. I apologize, Doctor Fauci. Shame I know we're, we're not supposed to do that. You. Um, it's the same Super Bowl party we go to every year. Our old pal Mike D. Um, he's had covid his whole family's had covid they've gotten better i've had covid my whole family's gotten gotten covid and gotten over it so we still got those awesome antibodies you on the other hand my friend i've been smart in playing it safe and have not got covid and you haven't got your vaccine yet no i have not they i am
0: eligible to get my vaccine um, but the place where uh, we go through work to get our vaccine, they like ran out of doses because so many people signed up for it. Yeah, so we kind of have to wait for them to find Trump's treasure cove of COVID vaccine that he hid away somewhere. So yeah, it's what, that. Way to fucking go, America! Like you think this didn't he had like four hundred thousand like doses of uh vaccine somewhere, like in a warehouse, I like don't. like where they put the Ark of the Covenant in Indiana Jones's uh, movie.
1: I, you know, I always wanted to find that place. Yeah. There were so many other crates. What the fuck was in those other crates?
0: Uh, Future sequels. That's what was in those yeah. crates. Um, oh, I, I do have an update on my life. Uh, after a year and a, almost a month, about a month, I broke my vegan streak. I ate meat this week. You ate meat? I did. I ate chicken. Chicken breast. I How did. was it? It was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. Here's the thing. I am still I'm going to kind of still go down the vegan train a little bit. I might eat meat once or twice a week, but the way I'm justifying it for myself is I'm only buying cage-free, free-range meat like the kind of meat, the kind of chickens and stuff like that you they get out the farm, not the factory farm. I've never been the reason why I went no meat for a year was not because i gave a shit about eating meat that's nature we all fucking eat meat like whatever animals eat meat it's because i had a huge problem with factory farming mm-hmm. i hated that shit so i went a year and about a month and now as i decided you know what i'm gonna give it a
1: go and you know what it's all right it's pretty good so remember uh scott pilgrim versus the world yeah vaguely yeah uh he loses his vegan power because he eats meat that's you know Was now. he vegan the one character was was it oh, Chris Evans? Might I don't have, remember. I
0: I honestly I've only ever seen parts of that movie. I've never uh, sat down and watched all the way through. It might I have know been Chris
1: Evans a character. I know he was in it, but I think he might maybe he was a different villain. There were
0: a few Avengers that were in that movie. There was Chris Evans,
1: Captain Marvel was in there. And um yeah, Captain Marvel was in it. And uh Quicksilver. Yeah. The Marvel Quicksilver, not Evan Peters. We'll talk about I, that. We got we gotta talk about that later on the we'll show. We'll talk about that. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um,
0: so yeah, I broke my vegan streak. Yeah. And I'm fine with it. I'm gonna keep probably I had chicken today. I made chicken breast today, too. So uh that's twice this week. Maybe next weekend I'll have something else.
1: Who knows? All right, well, a couple of things before we get into the show. Um we are actually also live streaming on our Facebook Live, for Distractions Facebook Live. We actually had a request from one of our listeners. Uh, they said, hey, why don't you guys live stream? And our good buddy Watkins, he does his podcast, he live streams it too. I got my fancy new phone, I figured. What yeah, the look, hell? Look at that camera. Look at how clear like, that like, let's is. Let's give it a try. So just, if you're watching on the live stream, it's going to be just real rough, real uncut. It's not going to have the the luxury of Adam's editing prowess. No, but if you go back and listen to our show the podcasty way, um, it's going to be the yeah. the fancy. You know, you're going to add the bells and whistles to it. If we were so, at the
0: right angle, you might be able to see that fly swatter that uh, uh Brandon was talking the about. The
1: magical fly swatter. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah, right there hanging on the wall. You can't see it. Trust me, it's there. I did. Uh, I did a really high brow podcast from here Uh, a few months back, back in November. I came over here to use your nice fancy equipment, and I was on with these big hitters, and I was like way, I was way out of my pay grade on this podcast. Yeah. And, uh, but I feel like I did such a great job, and then I went home and I watched it, because it was a video podcast, and I couldn't fucking stop staring at the (laughs) damn fly swatter on the wall behind my head. Um, Yeah, but those pesky flies you got to get them right yeah. yeah i've never had a fly in the house yet because hey. <laughs> they fucking know <laughs> they fucking know they come in here they're dead <laughs> so uh i'm drinking some uh honey brown
0: yeah honey brown That's i great brought you brown. one too but you've got a I'll, wine i'll get to it i've got i'm drinking a uh, wine what kind of wine is it it's 12 dollar wine is what it is 12
1: Twelve dollar wine
0: i don't remember what it's called i can get the bottle uh a little later and show you but yeah is it yeah.
1: sweet is it dry is it it's red i can,
0: i can it's red wine it's very much it's uh very much kind of, it's kind of sweet A little sweet, sweet you know it's okay it's enjoyable it does the job is what i'm going to say
1: yeah okay. so
0: um scott yeah adam i got an issue okay and this is not going to be politics a little politics
1: here we fucking go i have a
0: problem that i have been agreeing too much with The people on the side of politics that I don't like. Uh, What do you mean? First of all, Mitt Romney. I can't stand Mitt Romney. I do not like Mitt Romney. You never liked Mitt Romney. I don't like Mitt Romney. It's because when he ran for president all those years ago, when he ran against Obama during his second term. (laughs) 2012, yeah. The thing that turned me off about him was that his big his big thing the first like like major speech i ever heard him uh campaign on and stuff like that was had to do with school and education Mm -hmm. at the time i was trying to get you know tuition free college because i was working at a college and his big thing was if you need to go to school the government shouldn't pay for your school like you shouldn't be taking student loans out for your the federal loans out and stuff like that to go to school you should you know have your family help you out and pay for school like that's what i did like you should have your family you know help you out and i was like this motherfucker does not understand shit mm-hmm. and ever since then i did not like him yeah problem is past couple of years this past year at, at the very least he's been doing a lot of shit where i'm like god damn it, i fucking like i'm i can't believe mitt romney did this shit during the black lives matter protest he was marching in washington during black in a black lives matter protest mm-hmm. and i'm like what the fuck i never saw, thought i saw the whitest of white mormons mitt romney sitting there marching and then he was recently talking about the GameStock uh, stuff that was going on, I think. And he was basically talking about how, like, yeah, you know, they, they, these people, they, you know, played the stock market the same as any other rich person. They won. Like, let them have their money. And I'm like, motherfucker. Like, I don't know. How do you feel about Mitt Romney?
1: So, I wasn't a big fan of him back in 2012 when he was running for president either. <laughs> mainly because of... What you said, like there was just there was just some things. uh, He's so rich, but he's not alone. There's so many people in politics. They just don't understand. Like, like, then it gets to the point where I hear so many people on the right attacking uh, Congressman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And their main thing going after her is, well, she was a fucking bartender before she got elected to Congress. Like it's a bad thing. Yeah. And I think to myself, well shit. Maybe we need more fucking bartenders and teachers and you know mill workers and regular fucking people in our government. Because yes, Mitt Romney was he didn't understand. He doesn't like like the, the college example you used is perfect. Oh, people shouldn't take out student loans. If you can't afford college, don't go. Have your family help you. Well, not everybody has the luxury that you have, Mitt Romney, of being born with a silver Mm -hmm. spoon in your mouth and having all this money to have just have family pay for you. Like it doesn't work that way. So I think I think (sighs) what another
0: crazy thing was he was in agreement that Trump needed to be impeached. Well, the, that was another recent thing. Like that's sec-
1: that's what I'm getting to. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Like back then, ten years ago, God, that was fucking ten years ago. I didn't <laughs> like the guy. We're getting old, dude. We're I didn't, old. I didn't fucking like the guy. But now, after suffering through four years of Donald Trump as president, I think to myself, shit. Maybe Mitt Romney wouldn't have been so bad, you know. Yeah. Maybe John McCain wouldn't have been so bad, you know. Dare I say, maybe George W. Bush wasn't as bad as I thought he was. As much as I disagree with John McCain,
0: there's a lot of like speeches and things yeah. like that that he did that I kind of respected. Yeah, same like, deal. Same like deal. When he was when when Obama. Was president and I was watching this video. It was probably a TikTok. I don't fucking know. Um, I was watching this video of an old John McCain. Like he was at like this this old like get John together McCain. get together thing where like you know it's a Q and A where people get up and ask questions and stuff like that and this thing. And this old lady came up and she was like, "I don't
1: trust Obama." You I remember know, he's, this. A and blah, he's a Muslim. And he's a Muslim. He interrupted not... He's like, "No, ma'am." He's like, "He's no, like, ma'am. no, no,
0: no, no, no. He's not a Muslim. He's an American citizen. He's a like, good family a, man. A yeah. good
1: Christian." And I was like, "Not that it fucking matters if he was Muslim." Yeah, like, but it's like nothing in the constitution says we can't elect muslims but i was like what the fuck yeah i know it's absolutely fucking bonkers yeah i I, yeah (laughs) so i think i think we're looking at it now we're looking at hindsight with with rose tinted goggles on probably because if mitt romney were to run in 2024 i would probably not vote for him no. But if it was between Mitt Romney and Donald Trump in twenty twenty four, I would vote for Mitt Romney, yes. But God, that would that would be terrible. That would be terrible. So
0: I'm getting older, Scott. Uh what kind of things do I have to look forward to now that I'm getting older? I'm thirty two. Now I'm officially thirty two then and that sucks. Your your funeral's gonna be you're
1: well into your thirties, you're almost to your forties yeah. at this point. Like Easy, what, easy what, there. What pump, kind of <laughs> Pump the brakes, motherfucker. What kind of shit do I have to look forward to? So we had this conversation. I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or not, but this is something so trivial yet so important. I remember one time you were telling me in confidence, bros to bros, you were having some ball problems. Yeah, your nuts were hurting you. You know, yeah, You're I had sl- to go
0: get, I had to go get a, a ultrasound. On my yeah, ball you had side. to get
1: a nuts ultrasound. You thought you were like Lance Armstrong or something. Thought I had ball cancer, basically, Slinging, <laughs> sling a dingaling. Yeah. So and. and My advice to you, and I believe later on you told me it was the best advice you ever heard. Underwear. Yeah. You need to wear proper underwear when you're older that has the correct support. And, And let me explain. As a kid, I mean, even when I was in high school, I was the kind of guy who was going to fucking Walmart or Kmart and buying the the $4 Joe Boxer boxer yeah, shorts that's what I wore. with the, with the kissy faces or the hearts <laughs> that say mom or you know like that's the kind of shit i was wearing back then then i got to a certain point where i was having some problems like that and i did my you know my own research and whatever i found out you need to actually spend money on quality underwear that gives you like the correct support ever since then it's like a fucking dream have you ever looked at like those kind of websites like Me Undies and things like that? I I love Me Undies.
0: I've so, never had a pair of Me but I've always heard like the best things about them. I always want to try.
1: Me Undies are great. Me Undies, I have. There's another one called. I'll, I'll give some shout outs right here on the podcast. I'll do it. Me Undies. There's one called Two Under. Never heard of that one. Two Under. Um, the ones I have on right now, I won't. I won't, show, I won't show the people on the live stream, but I believe I have Duluth Trading Company. <laughs> D- Duluth. D- D- you laugh. You laugh. They're fucking fire. They're fu- and then there's this, this Hanes comfort fit, flex fit. You can't go low. wrong with Hanes. Dude, you can't go wrong with dude, Hanes. But, but it's not just your typical Hanes bottom of the shelf. Like you, you pay an extra 20 to see the sharks, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Ever since you gave me that advice, I
0: went out and bought Boxer briefs, and I've never looked back never look back i got a few pair of regular boxes back there wear on some days when i'm lazy and just that's like laundry day underwear that's yeah. like or, or i'm just laying on the couch i know yeah. i'm not gonna be going out and doing anything i can rest the old nutsack but yeah right right
1: yeah i got a pair of boxer uh, when you when you know you're not gonna get serviced <laughs> when, when you're not <laughs> playing in anything you just you just rock rock out with your cock out in the old boxer shorts, but other than that, fuck it dude if if you got shit to do, you give yourself some support. That would be my best number one advice to anyone who's getting a little bit older. Get yourself some good quality undergarments, yeah
0: uh, I had a moment in class this week that made me feel really old i've always felt. Obviously, because I am older than all the other students around me, but I've always felt old anytime everyone went to any class. Yeah. Um, but I had a moment this week where I felt really fucking old. Um, so I'm taking a project management class uh, because I take a few business classes, and I'm in the class, and there's a lot of other there's a lot of other students in the class, and one thing that the professor up front that uh, has like brought up and stuff like that is like trying to connect with the students. So he talks about like, oh, when you graduated high school, did you learn this? Or, you know, oh, a lot of you freshmen and uh, sophomores are, you know, in your like late teens, maybe you're 20 years old doing that. <laughs> and there's a lot of talk like that. And I'm sitting there, a thir- early 30s guy, like just keep your head down. Don't even say anything. Don't even just, don't draw any attention to myself. There was a moment where I knew I was old and I knew that I was out of touch with certain things. Yeah. Where he asked, we were talking about investing. And it was just it was just like an offhanded thing he was doing like the last five minutes of the class. Okay. And he was talking about investing and he was basically like, okay, you know, he called on so-and-so. He's like, so-and-so, like, if you like – like, I, we can do this math real quick right now. Like, if you pick a number of how much you say you can, think you can invest one month. Like, let's say you graduate, you get a job, yada, yada, all that other stuff happens and you decide you want to do some investing because, you know, you think it's really important that you invest every month to kind of like help yourself out like a, when it comes to retiring mm-hmm. – and this, she was like, "Okay, yeah." He was like, "Pick a number that a reasonable number that you think you can invest every month." She was like, "Um, I don't know, twenty five hundred dollars every month." Yeah, that's what she said. Twenty five hundred dollars. I was like, "Have you never worked a job in your life?" Is am I really that old in the in this class? Did you say that out loud? <clears throat> no, I didn't. I but there was an there was an like, it was like if, an if audible you, gasp. If you looked at me, my eyes would have been wide just looking at this. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Even, but here's the thing. Even the professor up there was like, that's a lot of money. Is right your there. last
1: name Romney?
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Get. Could be. Uh, this is a highbrow school a little bit, so it's a very expensive school. Um but even the even the teacher up there was like that's a little much right there. Let's go down to like fifteen hundred dollars. Let's 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 bring it down to like a more reason a more reasonable margin, fifteen hundred dollars. And he did all the calculations up there, it took like two seconds. It's like if you invested fifteen hundred dollars a month, by the time you retire at the age of like sixty or sixty five, boom, you'd have this <laughs> you'd have this i i think he said like the average retirement age now is 67 so i think he did up to 67 years old it is yeah so he said by the time you retire let's say 65 67 you retire boom you have this and you in your retirement it's like two million dollars some shit like that if you invest it and he's like but let's talk about more reasonable let's say you just only do a thousand dollars and he did that it's like boom there's a million dollars right there by the time you retire but he's like let's go take it down even more reasonable it's like let's do 500 dollars and let's see what that is and stuff like that and i was like what the fuck am i like what who
1: has that kind of money to invest? I would have like I would have shot my hand in the air. I would have been that guy. I mean, like, yeah, I'm in my thirties. Like, what about a hundred dollars? Like like what the fuck? Yeah. Like there, there's so many like unknown expenses. Like, I'm not saying you have to live paycheck to paycheck. Unfortunately, <laughs> in today's economy A, a lot lo- of people do. A lot of people do live paycheck uh, to paycheck. I do. I do. I do. But, um... I'm Spartacus. Yes, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but... To, to hear these wide-eyed, bushy-tailed 19-year-olds yeah. thinking they're going to drop 2500 bucks a month, get the fuck out. Yeah. I don't like that. I think
0: when I was 19-year-olds, I never thought I would drop $2,500 a month in investing when I graduated college. I, even then. Like, granted, he, was, he the thing is he was doing the math based on their age. So you, basically this person was like 18, 19 years old or something <laughs> like that. So he's doing the thing, And I was tempted to raise my be like, so what if you're 32 fucking years old? What then? These kids.
1: I know. These kids. They don't understand. But it, it, they don't understand the struggle, Scott. But it doesn't... It, it's it's just... It's so fucked up. Because when I was that age, I had no clue either. I don't blame them. Like, think about it when you graduate high school. And and we're conditioned. Now, you and I are older. We're in our 30s. It might be different now to these kids that are coming of age, graduating high school. Because they were <laughs> raised by, by Gen Xers. My parents were the baby boomers. It's a different mentality for each generation. The baby boomer mentality. And I'm going to talk so much shit on the baby boomers right now. Here we go. They had this this thought, train of thought where if you didn't fucking go to college and get a four-year degree, you were going to be an absolute failure. I was told that my whole life. My yes.
0: whole life. Yes. My, I was told – and
1: I love my mother – she, she, I love my mom too. She's but she she's was great. Wrong.
0: She's great. But here's the thing: she was going off of information that she mm-hmm. knew at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. If so, let me tell you something. When I was a kid and I wanted to um, figure out what, like what I want to do when I grow up, I had all these highbrow dreams. I want to be a pilot. I want to be you know a fireman. I want to do this do and do that. I had a couple jobs in mind. I was like maybe ten or eleven years old. I was like, I want to be a photographer someday. Because I was super into taking a camera and just, sure, yeah. you know, taking picture and stuff. My mom told me, that you don't want to be a photographer. Photographers don't make any money. You're not gonna make a good living being a photographer. Like, don't don't do that. Don't do that. I was like, alright, whatever. And then early on, I was like, I wanna play video games for a living. I wanna fucking play video you games. You were one for of living. those guys. I was like, I wanna play video games for a living. I wanna figure out a job where I could play video games for a million. And I was told my whole life, you can't play video games for a living, you can't do that, yada yada. Meanwhile Fast forward to what is it, 2021. There are tons of people my age who started out like 10, 12 years ago, uh, real early on in the YouTube era, sitting there, sitting there, be like uploading videos of them playing video games and just commenting over doing yeah. what we're doing now. And they're fucking making a living doing it. Right. Some of them are making a lot of money. Some of them are just getting by. It doesn't matter though. It's what I want to do. There's
1: professional video gamers, like the esports and stuff. Esports like, is great. It, like, that's their fucking job. They play video games. Our parents told us that that wasn't a thing. And they were fucking wrong. Yeah. It's a thing.
0: In fairness, we weren't very technologically uh, sophisticated when I was young. We barely had cable most of the time, is what I'm going to say.
1: It was like James Cameron had the idea for the movie Avatar back in 1998, like a year after the fucking Titanic movie dropped. He had this idea, and he just had to fucking wait for the technology to catch up to his genius. Uh,
0: the most sophisticated piece of technology I think we had in my house at the time was uh, a rewinder. I think that might have been the most sophisticated piece of technology we had.
1: That's fucked up right there. A rewinder? Yeah, huh? you remember
0: like those, those uh, tape rewinders? Oh, I totally do. Yeah. So... We, we were the, my mother was a subwoofer kind of mother. I
1: I still fucking have a subwoofer. You still do, really? I fucking do. I have my old. Is it hooked up? Technically it is, but it's hooked up to. What the fuck does technically mean? Well, it's hooked up to my old system, which is in our like rec room, like not in the room we hang out in. You mean your laundry room? Basically. Yeah. So yeah, I I still have my subwoofer. I like, I like never use it. I don't know why the fuck I have it, but I still have like my VCR hooked up to the other room. I still have a tape deck, a cassette player. (laughs) I do. I do. And I fucking found a lot of my old cassettes, like shit that I had as a kid that I would like record songs off the fucking radio. And like you hear the DJ's like intro number six. It's Casey and JoJo. And I'm like, oh, fucking fire.
0: This whole conversation is a great segue into something else I was thinking about this week. So I've been listening to a lot of Hoobastank this past week.
1: You've been (laughs) listening to Hoobastank? (laughs) Why? Why? why because no wonder you've had these horrible headaches because why would you do a, that to okay, yourself
0: not a lot there's a few songs that are pretty good i like from who was thinking i added to a playlist and i was listening to a lot this week and i was thinking about it and it took me back It took me back to the days 15 years ago whatever do you remember when everybody had flip phones and there was like the early age of cell phones but we all used to make our own ringtones oh yeah internet? bro you remember that shit we always used to take an mp3 on some website that we found on the internet, some program we downloaded, that we, for some reason, connected our fucking cell phone number to, which was stupid, but we would connect our phone number to it, and we would make our own ringtone and send it to our phone, and we use that. There are so many songs that I listen to some every now and then where I'm like, fuck, this used to be a fucking ringtone I made.
1: Was was Hoobastank one? There was a... there, there don't even There might me. be
0: one song where I took uh, a Who sang Sank part and made it a ringtone. I did that with that. I did that with a Pearl Jam song. I did that with a Young Jeezy, or not Young Jeezy. Yes, Young Jeezy song. It was a Young Jeezy song I did that with. Young it was,
1: Jeezy.
0: Uh, it was that. It was the a snowman. Yeah. I did that with a Young Jeezy song and a number of <laughs> other different songs. <laughs> I did some Lil Wayne songs. There was some Lil Wayne shit little- that I did.
1: Little wheezy. Did some yeah. er, the early work. Do you have. Like
0: the Carter.
1: Do you have any
0: ringtones on your phone right now? Do you have any like.
1: Any that you buy or do, any that you make? Or do you just use the generic. Bring, bring, you, bring. Fuck that. It is 2021. I don't ever want my phone to ring. Ever. <laughs> like I want it to be. Sl- no one should ever call me. No one calls me. But people who are like trying to tell me about my car's extended warranty, or they're trying to tell me that my computer that I don't have has a virus, like don't fucking call. My phone's on silent, like really? always. Text me, please. Text me. You can say it in a text message. If it's really that long, then fucking email it. But I mean, don't do you, call but, but me. But do you have? Do you have like a special ringtone no, for your messages too? No. No. Or does it? It's the default message ringer that came when i got my brand new iphone 12 pro max yeah that's
0: kind of where i'm at too like it's i set it to whatever default ringtone that sounds the best i have a I have my ringtone set to like a regular just bring bring just like like normal ass fucking cordless cell phone that uh, or cordless phone that you would have back in the day and it just rings and it's great i've never had the desire to put any like music ringtones on my phone ever what were we thinking we were young. We were dumb.
1: It was the fucking. It was the well, fact. I can honestly say I never had a hoobastank. It's like people on my that my wore Jinko jeans and. I did I pants. did wear some Jankos. <laughs> I did have a fair share of Jankos. Don't judge that. But <laughs> I don't even think a hoobastank likes hoobastank. Really? Yeah, I have a story about that. Uh, what's their one song? Did uh, they sing Perfect? I. Mm, I think that's Simple Plan. That's Simple Plan? That's, I'll look what it up. I'll real, look it up. What was their real popular song? The Reason. Was it The Reason? That was a, that was a song. The fucking Reason. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's a guilty pleasure so, song for me. That's so a little bit of a you, guilty pleasure song. Let me tell you song. about
1: this. So I have a buddy. I have a buddy. He was telling me the story. He was in Youngstown. This is 10 years ago. It's a long time ago. Hoover Stank had just, he knew they were playing a concert in Youngstown that night. He didn't go to the show. I think 11 people went. My friend didn't, but he did go out to the bars in Youngstown after the fact, and he goes to this one bar, and I don't know how he fucking picked him out of a lineup, but who's he see sitting in the corner, like, like drinking, It's fucking Hoobastank. The entire band showed up at this, like, <laughs> bar-slash-club in Youngstown after they were done playing their show for 11 people, and they're sitting in a booth, and they're just, like, holding their drinks. And they just look like they're just sitting there, like not looking happy, just sad, just like not excited at all. So my buddy's like, oh, I'm gonna go say what's up. Like, that's what I do. So he walked over there and he's like, Hey guys, I just wanted to come over and say hey and uh how'd the show go tonight? And then they're just like one word answering him. They're like, Okay. And he's like he said to him, he goes, Yeah, uh, you guys had that song? The reason, he's like, that was pretty huge back in the day. That song probably made you guys like a shit ton of money. And they were just like, we fucking hate that song. (laughs) Did they give a reason why? And the
0: reason is you. (laughs) So it's that time we're going to talk about WandaVision. Wanda Vision, the newest episode. I think it's episode five. Episode five. Episode five. Um, Probably my favorite episode so far.
1: And I said this last week, and it's continued the trend from episode one all the way to episode five. Each episode has gotten better. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Each one has gotten better. Five has so far been my favorite as well.
0: Usually, how it goes with new shows. Usually, how it goes with new shows. So. Um, this episode we got a little bit of, a uh, little bit of outside the bubble and inside the bubble
1: kind of little stuff, of a little both. bit of mixture. Yeah, it was definitely an 80s-themed <coughs> sitcom, like a Full House. Is Full
0: I House
1: definitely... 80s, or is it Oh, 90s? absolutely. I thought, I thought Full House was 90s. No, Full House started in the 80s. It might have, it? it ran for a while. It probably ran into the early 90s, okay. but, but, I was yeah. trying to figure out, like, which was based on I was getting was Full House of. vibes big time. Okay. Um... Yeah, it was it was it was a great episode. Uh, it was.
0: Um, we got we finally got uh, the the kids are growing up. We found out that they oh, can magically grow themselves fuck, up. Yeah, they can. They have whatever Wanda's powers are, some crazy powers themselves. Mm-hmm. They can change ages at will. So they were babies, and then they became like six year olds, and then became ten year olds mm-hmm. later on. Um, what was really great about this episode was. What I was looking forward to was Vision started to see through the cracks of what mm-hmm. was going on. He was at... The first time he saw it was he was at work and they finally got computers at their job and they were learning about emails, electronic mails. Do I got to put a postcard? Do I got to put a stamp on this to send it? Yada, yada, ha, ha, ha chuckle, chuckles. Um, but Norm, I think is the guy's name. Norm, is, yeah. He started... Um, basically, what happened was they were trying to figure out a way to send a message in there or something like that to... Try and get a hold of somebody. I think it was what was going on. I don't know, mm-hmm. um, but basically, Vision got an email that was like a sword email, mm-hmm. a email from Sword that was talking about what was currently going on. I think it was talking about like the like they called it the Wanda anomaly or something like the Maximov
1: Maximov anomaly. Yeah,
0: it was the Maximov anomaly. And when he was reading the email, all of a sudden everybody in the office started repeating it and reading the same thing in unison. And he was looking at Norm and is acting all funny and so he like touched them and was able to like bring norm out of his comatose trance. Yeah, yeah out of a spell and Norm's freaked out it's like it hurts i can hear a voice in my head it's so painful like where's my family my sister was taking care of my dad what's going on and he like zapped him back into the mm-hmm. spell and he starts he starts like what the fuck is going on this is what i was looking forward to this entire show the moment where vision and wanda would be come at odds and it was great like Forget the side story stuff. You know, the mm-hmm. kids get a dog. They find a dog. Blah blah blah. Who gives a shit about I that? I think
1: the dog might be more important later on in the show. Maybe. Than it turns out to be. Maybe we'll see. Um. But
0: this. Um. What's her name? Uh, she. Uh, Catherine. Catherine Hahn. Character. Um, Ag, Ag- Agnes?
1: Agnes. Agnes. I think it's Agnes. Isn't I think it? it's
0: Agnes. Um. This kind of. I was talking about it before in one of the previous episodes where I said that and granted a lot of this was a theory from another video that i was watching but she her character is much more than she's letting on because we see something early on in the episode whenever they're having a hard time getting the babies to sleep she comes walking in the doors you know the neighbors do and you know sitcoms and stuff like that and she says something and vision is like well no like she he says something off par and everything goes silent and she's like looking at one is like do you want me to take that again like I could, do you want t- me to take that from the top? Yeah, I could take it like from they the top. were
1: filming a sitcom. Yeah, like like, like do you want me to try that again? Yeah, like she was the director. Yeah,
0: exactly. And so uh-huh. she goes back forward again and stuff like that. And she's like, "Oh yeah, Bella will babysit," and she witnesses the kids grow themselves up to from babies like zero year old. to six, and, and later
1: on, she sees Wanda and Vision do their powers too. Yeah, it doesn't phase her at That's all. That's
0: why I know she's involved mm-hmm. in this somehow. She's not just another bystander. That is in this town. Mm-hmm. She's involved. Like she is nonchalant about it. Does not give a fuck at all. So it's it's great stuff so far. Is what it is.
1: Yeah. Um. God, there's so many questions I have. Uh. So the guy they they show outside of the bubble, and you see you see Doctor Lewis, you see uh, Agent Wu, you see them, and then um, Monica is out there. Monica yeah. Rambo. She's yeah. back with them. And they're trying to figure stuff. They're trying to figure stuff out. I'm not sure. Resu- uh, what's the guy's name? The director of Sword. I can't remember his name. Yeah, he he's he's a nobody. He's a dick. Are he's... you sure he's a nobody? He's a dick. He's an asshole. I don't know about him. He seems to be the only one. <laughs> like the fucking Avengers are. F- they're heroes.
0: Do you know what okay? he reminds me of? He reminds me of the general in the Avengers movies. That general guy. He reminds me of that kind of guy. He's the kind of guy that's like, he doesn't want to bring the Avengers involved. He probably looks down on the Avengers is like, well, why the fuck are they doing our job? Like, they have too much power. Why the fuck is going on? And that's because they talk about it whenever Monica Rambeau is like giving a, or not wrong, Agent Wu is giving a synopsis of Wanda, like what she's all about. And he basically interrupted him and was like, uh, you know, it's fine. Like, like basically was saying like, wasn't she, like, against the Avengers? Like, wasn't she a bad guy? She she didn't have, like, a cutesy fucking name and shit like that.
1: And I'm like, this dude's a fucking asshole. That's the thing. Like, he was trying to get, I don't know. Was he trying to get Wu to say Scarlet Witch? It seemed like that's what he wanted him to say. It's But uh, that, has it she ever like, been referred to as Scarlet Witch? No, and it
0: seemed like the writers were throwing that in there as, like, a ha-ha, funny-funny. We all know she's Scarlet Witch,
1: but, you know, he's like, there's like, no cutesy nickname. We call name. her that. Yeah. Everybody like everybody knows in the comics that she's Scarlet Witch, but in the MCU in everything in the movies and in the TV shows, she is always referred to as Wanda Maximoff. Yeah. By her her, her Christian name if you will. She is never referred to as Scarlet Witch not once. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. I just didn't that didn't even occur to me till that scene. And I'm like What's he trying to do here? I think there's I think, something
0: up with that guy. I think you're looking too hard in that. I think that was a writer's thing where they were just throwing there, oh, she doesn't have a cute nickname. I think that's a writer's thing. They were just kind of... I don't know. I there's think there was so throw- many
1: Easter eggs in there I think everywhere. that was a
0: throw-off as a joke. They, they did uh, ref- and make... There was an Easter egg for the savvy people that looked in it, i.e. not me. I had to watch a video about this. Uh, they, they referred to the Fantastic Four, uh, Reed Richards.
1: I thought of that right away.
0: <laughs> really? I did not. Right I, away. I, I because missed it.
1: Because we know the Fantastic Four are coming, we know that. I'm just wondering how, not when, not why, but how are they going to bring them into this universe? And when, when Rambo, when Captain Rambo is with Doctor Lewis and Agent Wu, and they they've got the you know the the, the, the whiteboard. whiteboard, and she's connecting all the dots, and she says right then and there, she goes, "I know an astrophysicist." First thing that popped in my head, it's Reed motherfucking Richards, okay? That's because you want the you want the Fantastic Four. I love four to work. the Fantastic Four. I hate the Fantastic Four. You Wars hate so the much. movies. I do. They've because never done well. They've never done well. But they're great heroes. If they can be done justice, they will be great. So at any rate, I was like, motherfucker, that's who it is. But then, in your defense, I also did open the can of worms and I dive down the rabbit hole and i watched some conspiracy theory via videos on it and somebody points out that same exact scene where i'm thinking reed richards he said the same thing then he points to the board behind her and there was a number four drone drawn that yeah i didn't see it live i did not i wish i would say I, i didn't this video pointed out to me, and I'm like, "Motherfucker, that's written just like on their blue uniforms." I
0: don't know if it's good, better, or worse that I don't read any of the Marvel comics beforehand because I, I'm somebody who's read a couple of them, but I'm yeah. not as versed as a lot of these people. We, we I'm we not dabble. either. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if it's better. That I don't read them, so I can be surprised about the stuff and go into this blind and be like, "Oh my god, that's great!" Or if it's worse, where it's like, "I should, you know, read the comics and I should, you know, appreciate these and know these better." I don't know what's better or worse.
1: Well, I never read the Wanda the the Wanda and Vision comics, no. or where were some of the other ones, the uh, the House of M. Yeah, and there was some. There was there was like three or four. They referenced that they're House stealing. House of M is a big
0: one. That's a big one.
1: It's rel- relatively newer too, but they're stealing elements from four different comic book lines is from what i understand from the people who who've analyzed this that they're the big yeah. comic book geeks and they basically said they're stealing elements from this and from that and from this to make this universe which <sighs> dude let's talk about the end we'll get to that in a second oh, we'll get that to. in one second but
0: my one of my favorite parts of this show this was or this episode was when vision comes home and they're in the kitchen. They're talking and stuff like that. And Vision does a nonchalant. Like, he's like turned away at the sink or something like that. And he just tells her like, Wanda, are you going to tell me what's going on? He's basically like, are you going to fucking tell me what's going on? And they have this spout in the kitchen. And basically Vision's like, I have I talked to Norm. He's in pain. He has a family, Wanda. Mm-hmm. Like, yada, yada. You're, this is like... I want to believe that on some level when this started, you didn't know really what was going on, but I, that's what I want to believe. Like you can't control me the way that you're controlling everybody else. And she does things like, oh, can't I? And she starts walking away in the credits roll. And you think that would be the end of the episode, where it's like, that's mm-hmm. the end of it. We gotta wait till next week before we get the new one. But vision blows up. He's like, You can't fucking do this to me, Wanda. And they have that blowout in the fucking. It looks living like room. they're
1: about to go. They both they, fly. They both and...
0: get up in the air. They're showing their powers like you can't fucking do this, Wanda. And shit like that. Like that man has a family, like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like. This is a great fucking scene. The moment where they clash and, and then this, what happened? And this, but this is the but at this moment it shows that Vision truly doesn't know what's going on because he says, "I don't remember who I was before we came to Westview. Who was I? What are my memories? Why can't I remember anything?" And so you know, right then and there, Juan is not only controlling everybody else but controlling his memories too, which yes. is a great scene. Yes. And then we get to this part that you're waiting for, which blew oh my, my mind. God. Blew my you I... you. I can't
1: imagine your reaction. Oh, my God. I, I was watching it with Chris. Kristen's been watching it with me because she really likes it, too. And she hasn't seen all yeah. of the MCU. She's seen most of it, but there's a few she hasn't seen. And a lot of it, she, she hasn't watched a lot of the X-Men. Yeah. She. I don't think she's watched any of the three newer ones. The Days of Future. First character. Class. Yeah. Days of Futures Past. No, yeah, yeah. Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix. I don't think she's I don't think she's seen any of those. She has seen the ones with the older group, X-Men 1, 2, and 3. You know what I mean? She's she's seen those ones, but she hasn't seen the, the newer the newer group where they're younger. And she didn't quite understand why I was freaking out. It was a definite freak out moment. The doorbell rang. Wanda opens the door. We see the white hair. You see the the, the white hair from the back. And I think, instantly, I think, it's it's Pietro. Yeah. It's it's Pietro. And I'm like, holy shit. Because they were talking about him earlier in the episode. And I'm like...
0: They were she, they were very much leading up to this. Like there was constant
1: references to where's your brother? How's your brother? Yeah, What's going on with your brother? And I'm thinking like, oh damn, she brought him back because he's dead. He was he was killed by Ultron. I watched Age of
0: Ultron today too. Like I I watched it because and that's you know what? I gotta be honest with you. I gave it a lot of criticism
1: when it first came out. That's kind of a good movie. It's kind of a good movie. Ultron. I, I believe I said this. He's on the a talk. great villain. He is one of my favorite villains. Um. I fucking love... In the comics, and in the the cartoon show, the Avengers cartoon show, Ultron is the most badass villain. More than Thanos, even, dare I say. James Spader is a great Ultron. Ultron is fucking awesome. Um, The only other... I think I've said this. The other villain I love who they did dirty in the MCU is Crossbones. Yeah. And he kind of sucks. Like, he was in uh, Civil War at the very beginning. like He he got defeated by Captain America real easy. But he's really badass in the comics. I love me some crossbones. But I love Ultron. I fucking love Ultron. And the scene where Quicksilver, Pietro, dives in front of Clint. It's the moment we
0: all thought Hawkeye was going to be killed.
1: Because they introduced his family... In that movie. And that's that's classic. I was, oh. So I
0: was watching it today and Quicksilver saves Hawkeye and takes the bullets for him mm-hmm. and dies. But there's a moment right before he does. His last line is, I bet you didn't see that coming or mm-hmm. something like that. And I, when I was watching it, I was like, that's a that's a line to the audience. Because everybody thought it was going to be Hawkeye. And they thought it was leading up mm-hmm. to Hawkeye. And that was just a line to the audience is
1: what that was. Ask me who my favorite Avenger Who's is? your favorite Avenger, Scott? Hawkeye. And let me tell you why, he was always my fit because the video games, the old Avengers Sega Genesis video games, I <laughs> loved playing as Hawkeye. His arrows were like they never, they never ended. I loved Hawkeye, and he was pretty great in the comics with his purple cloak. Yeah. Like they've done him kind of dirty in the MCU. He's, he's everyone's least favorite Avenger. But that's the big joke, I think. I know, it's the big
0: joke. I get it. But here's the thing. But I don't... Be- because of that joke, he's become a fan favorite, though. Because of that joke... He, because Jeremy Renner is a hilarious man. Mm-hmm. He is fucking amazing. I love him so much. The, I think it was on... Uh, what was he? He was on uh, Fallon or something like that. I think it was on Tonight Show. And he did that piano thing where he was, t- he was singing as Hawkeye. And basically saying like how good he was. It was like
1: a somber song. But it was
0: fucking hilarious.
1: I saw something he did with Robert Downey Jr., and uh, Tom Holland, it was like a little short skit. They they do they did a lot of those because they, they're all friends. And he's basically like talking to Robert. He's like, "So let me get this straight, right? This kid here, strength of a spider, superpowers, you know, can do all this stuff. And you give him an iron suit, and here I am with a cut off T shirt, sunglasses, and a bow and arrow. and You don't give me shit." <laughs> 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 like fair fair
0: i will agree with you they did him dirty in of uh, the first avengers movie they did
1: him a little dirty age of he was Altron, a villain he was a villain like almost for, like, the whole the first movie half, for like the first half because loki possessed yeah. him yeah he,
0: he did the Lo- loki pokey thing. loki pokey <laughs> but, but in age of ultron he shines because he has all the he has a bunch of funny quips he's hilarious the
1: conversation he has with wanda in the back it's room, amazing like Yes. like I, I love... He's, I he's love basically Clint. like, look, the city's flying, we're fighting a bunch of robots, and I got a bow and arrow. None of this makes and any he, sense. He wasn't even fucking in Infinity War, though. He wasn't even in Infinity War. No. But then, and I, I was pissed. I was pissed. I'm like, why wasn't Hawkeye in fucking Infinity War? Then Endgame. And you see... He shines even more. As as Ronan?
0: Yeah. I oh... I I I don't know if they're going to do this but a lot of people are talking about doing like a Ronin series or a Ronin movie. There was he... a
1: line of Ronin comics.
0: Yeah, so I think there's a lot of people talking like we want to see Ronin. We he... want to see Hawkeye's Ronin. So, I don't know if he would do that because it has his family back and there's not like a lot of vengeance in there and stuff like that. You know, maybe Ronin has had his time for the if five Disney minutes he was can, on the screen.
1: If Disney can squeeze one red cent out of the teat of Marvel, <laughs> they will do it. But Let's done, get let's, yeah, get, let's back, get back let's get back to it. We, we we go off on our tangents. The door opens. You see the back of a of a silver haired man, silver haired gentleman, and you think, okay, it, it's, it's she did it. She did it. And then the camera pans to see when it started panning.
0: the I when it opened, I was like, that's Pietro. And then when you you were staring at the back of Absolutely. his head as Absolutely. it started panning, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I the second I started panning, I was like, are they going to do it? And then they pan the camera, and they fucking did it. I
1: jumped up out of the seat and and did a, did a, a lap. I did a lap around my house, and Kristen is like, "What do you do?" I'm like, "It's the wrong Quicksilver." <laughs> I said it three. It's the wrong Quicksilver. She's like, "What are you talking?" About? It's the wrong Quicksilver. She like didn't understand, and I I, I like took a knee. And I'm like, this. I'm just, I'm just got my hand. I watched the ending, and then as the credits were finally rolling, I didn't pay attention. There could have been an Easter egg in there. I missed it. Because so I'm like, Kristen, check this out. I'm like, that is not the MCU Quicksilver. That is the the Fox X Men Quicksilver. That's Evan Fucking Peters. She's like, so. I'm like, that's a different universe. <laughs> I said, he's an X Man. She's like, well, isn't Scarlet Witch an X Man? I'm like. In the comics, yes, but she hasn't been in MCU. She's been an Avenger. I said, "This just did it. This is just this is it. This is the moment that bridged the gap they that did we've it. been waiting for. We've been waiting for this." I'll be honest
0: with you. I was poo pooing it years ago when they were talking about bringing the X Men to the universe. I was poo pooing it only because I thought that they were going to do it dirty. I thought they were going to make do a terrible job telling the story, terrible job telling how it was going to be done. They did not disappoint. I will admit I was wrong. They did not disappoint. This is a great
1: way to bring the X-Men into this universe. Wanda is so powerful. Whether she's done this on her own volition, whether there's a puppeteer in the background playing her like a fiddle, who knows? Who knows? We're going to find out before the end of the season. But basically, with her powers, she's done it. She's opened up other universes. To this universe, so now we can get the fucking X Men. She didn't get... even know she did it either. That's a no. fucked up. Her. She had no idea because it was she was
0: shocked when she saw this kid, and she doesn't know who this fucking person is. She he, he he had to say, "Oh, what's wrong? You don't I don't get a hug for your big brother." And she's like, "Pietro," and then she hugged him. Is like, "Oh shit, what the fuck's going on?" She doesn't even know what's going on, but he recognizes her.
1: Yeah. Uh, there, there's so many questions i have so many questions is magneto their father no but he no. is why no unless they do a flashback
0: sequence to the original pietro and wanda when they were kids and we see um actor's name magneto actor's name um, michael fassbender I, no the other other one Old 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 boy Old oh. man. Well well no that that that's that's the wrong universe, right? Um They're both in the same fucking universe, it doesn't matter. But they both exist in the same the problem is The that, dude who's best friends with Patrick Stewart. Oh, 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 um Lord of the Rings. Um Yeah. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen, McKellen. yes. Unless yes. they have unless they do a flashback sequence to either Michael Fassbender or old Ian McKellen, where you see him as their father and maybe he's an alternate version of that person. Like, I don't see how they could be... They could be recognized at the same... Like, maybe... Like, we know. We know in the X-Men universe, Magneto... They've confirmed Magneto is Quicksilver's father. Because, you know, it's been kind of basically alluded to and it's kind of confirmed. So maybe... In this universe, that the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in Sokovia, there's a Michael Fassbender actor, char- person who looks like Michael Fassbender's character, who is that father who died... During, like, whatever, like, bomb was dropped or some shit like that. They could, they could do something like that and be like, well, that's what your father looked like, he and this is an a, alternate version. He wasn't version. a mutant
1: here, yeah. Yeah,
0: but it's an alternate version. He looks, are... like, he looks like my father, but he's not really my father. They could do something like that. No
1: mutants, as far as we know, exist in this MCU universe, which they're all numbered. Eight... I, I, I don't know the numbers. I'll, yeah. I'll butcher it on here, yeah. but
0: fucking hell dude i could not believe it the second i got done with this i texted you and i was like have you watched the latest wandavision and you're like no why what's like what's up and i was like nope spoilers bro spoilers so not gonna I put do it
1: <laughs> so you text me that i said to Kristen, i'm like apparently something big happens in wandavision she's like really i'm like adam just texted me this we gotta watch it she was like all right i fired it up right then and we watched it, and
0: you texted I was... me later, and you're like, "What the fuck? Oh, you're freaking!" I was, out. Like, I was like, "Yeah, that's
1: the wrong Quicksilver." <laughs> like, like this is it now? Like, she they could... brought him. In. They they brought him in. Who knows? Who knows who she's allowed in? Fucking right. Who knows?
0: She could she could bring Venom into this universe now. Venom could be this could be how well this could be how they introduced
1: Venom into the fucking Spider-Man. This universe. This is how Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield become to this universe. Yeah exactly and there's three spider-men who i didn't come up with this theory but i love this theory they said who is there's three spider-men in the next spider-man movie who's gonna be the villain somebody goes you can't have one villain it's gonna have to be the sinister six and it would be alfred molina as dr octopus willem dafoe as the green goblin Jamie Foxx as Electro, Michael Keaton as Vulture, and um I guess who would who would be the last two? Um Who were the last two in the Center Six? I don't remember all the villains. Who were the last like, two? It was like a rhino. Is it Rhino?
0: Maybe it could be Rhino from the Android field. T- we'll have
1: Tom Hardy Venom. Why not, right? Yeah. Um
0: I, don't I doubt know. it. I doubt that. I doubt that one. But like, they, they were probably just bringing the actor that played the Rhino and the Andrew Garfield one. And then I don't remember who the last, the sixth one was. I don't remember who it was. I played the fucking Spider-Man game. We I fought the Sinner Six and I can't remember who the fuck they were. I don't remember. Um, one of the, one of the other things that we learned in this episode was we finally confirmed Michael Morbius. Morbius. There we go. You just said they are doing a Morbius movie. So there we There it is. Um, one of the things that was the last to finish up with this, I think, with the Wandavision conversation, we confirmed in this episode also that she's been faking her accent inside the bubble universe. Because when she gets out of the bubble universe, she had an accent. We asked that, that question. Chuck's that fucking drone back to the military people, l- and she has her Sokovia accent when she's outside the bubble. I'm like, oh yeah. fuck, there it is,
1: right there, dude. I loved it. I can't wait for the next one. I'm, I'm. I was so shook. I was so shook when you saw Evan Peters like. So the X-Men, the last time we saw them, was Dark Phoenix. Yeah. I barely watched that. That movie sucked. It was bad. But it was taking place... It was it was like in the 80s, right? Yeah. yeah. Something stupid like that. It takes place in the
0: 80s. This is The the X-Men, the prequel, First Class started in the 1940s or 50s.
1: First Class was like the 60s, wasn't it? The was
0: 60s, I'm sorry. 60s. Yeah, so it was 60s, and then each subsequent movie took place a decade later, which... I didn't like because Michael Fassbender and the dude that played Xavier whose name I can never remember, uh don't age that fucking fast. Sorry, they don't look they don't look like a decade well, old. That's that's my problem. Like And Gene Gray doesn't look a decade old, Scott Summers doesn't look a decade older, gonna, like
1: they're gonna have to figure stuff out here because Quicksilver was living in like the fucking 70s. His father is supposed to be Michael Fassbender, who was in fucking unless, the concentration camps on World unless, War II. Unless time travels
0: involved with Wanda's portals. Unless she could throw portals not only to other dimensions, but back in time. Or this is another weird quantum physics kind of theory. Maybe are the universe that exists in Wandavision, in the MC Universe, is ahead of time. There like let's say let's say you have Back to the Future. Uh, uh, you remember Back to the Future, Doc Brown did the diagram of like different universes and how they split off and shit like that if you change the name So of you're design.
1: telling me Back to the Future is bullshit? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's say you have a parallel timeline of two different timelines going side by side with each other. Maybe at this point, WandaVision is happening in year 2024 or whatever, but at the same point, X-Men universe happening in the 1980s. And they're just mm-hmm. kind of like together like that. That's kind of like the way the timelines are working out. That's how it worked in Doctor Who sometimes. Doctor Who, they, they did alternate dimension things sometimes. But there was one dimension that was a farther ahead in time than the other one. So that was a big plot point there too. Who the fuck knows? I don't fucking know. I'm not a writer. I don't make the big bucks. What do I care? All right, it is that time of the show again for coercive cinema, Scott. Yes, sir. To remind everybody, our coercive cinema picks. You gave me Birdman, Birdman, starring Michael Keaton.
1: Yes, and I gave
0: you a wait further notice. Yes. Um, I think I went or you went first last time, so I will go first this time. Birdman, I really enjoyed it. It's a -hmm. great fucking movie. It is. It's deeper than I was expecting it to go. It's a very, very deep movie. Um, it's basically about Michael Keaton's character who was a former superhero comic book movie character. Batman? No, not Batman. The Vulture? Man. No, no, no. Birdman! Oh, Birdman! caw Birdman, yeah. another rat with wings. Um, basically... Um, it takes place in this world where he is – he used to be this movie star starring in these superhero movies called Birdman before – like in the early 90s, you know, before – basically when he fucking started in Batman essentially. Yes, yes. Um, now he's basically taken all his money put it into writing this play and putting this play – on in this movie on theater Broadway, yeah. on Broadway, essentially, he wants to be recognized. His whole goal is to be recognized as not just some celebrity hotshot that's coming to like throw his money around. He wants to be recognized as like a legitimate actor, essentially. Right, right. And what's really cool about this movie is it kind of shows the Marvel Cinematic Universe like going in line with what's going on. It kind of, sh- he see ads on TV for like Robert Downey Jr. from the Avengers or an Iron Man and yada, 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 and they make references. to like that like the whole superhero genre that's going popular today. <laughs> we talked about it a few episodes ago when you gave me, what was the Western movie that you gave me? Quick and the Dead. Quick and the Dead, where I mentioned that there are certain people that seem like they're born to act. Like, mm-hmm. um... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. He was born to act. Michael Keaton is another person who seems I like he was born fucking to fucking I love act. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is amazing in Everything
1: movie. he does.
0: He puts on such a good character. Yes. <clears throat> like, it's... He basically plays like I was saying the movie star, but he was also like a almost a deadbeat dad. Like he was there, mm-hmm. but he wasn't there as a dad. He was kind of there Emma as a person. Emma Stone plays his daughter. Yes, she's she's great in this too. Mm-hmm. She's amazing too. Um we have also um what's his fucking name? I should pull you know what I should do? I should really pull up the movie database uh on this thing so I can remember the names. But the Birdman and the Unexpected, yada yada yada. Zach Galifianakis is in this, yes. Oh um, yeah,
1: that's right. He was in that. He
0: was. He was in it definitely. Where is this fucking name? Why can't I remember his name? Are you Old about? Hulk. Oh, Edward Norton. I can't remember. Talking, oh, Edward
1: Norton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Edward
0: Norton, he plays he plays in this movie also. He's basically a highbrow actor. One of those douchey fucking actors, Right. pretentious actors. There's a lot of pretentious shit that goes on in this movie that I I didn't like, but I didn't like it was good stuff, but I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um but what's the coolest part of this whole movie is he has this like second character, like this inner monologue that happens. Basically, the guy is like mentally deficient like he's meant he's he's got a lot of crazy shit goes on he hears himself as birdman talking as a second character in his head that comments on things and tries to tell him to do stuff and saying like we don't need these fucking guys like like you're birdman like you were a fucking star you're you can make billionaire billions like we can go back and do birdman four and and, you know leave these fuckers behind Mm -hmm. and shit like that and there are times where Like, there's this one scene where he gets really pissed off and he goes back to his dressing room and starts wrecking shit. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, like, he's throwing shit around like he has telekinesis. Like, he's pointing at a box and he chucks it across the room with his mind. Yeah. And things are just flying all over the place and he's doing all this shit. And there's lots of moments in this movie where you think, does he really have – is it this kind of movie where does he really have powers? But then, like – his uh, his Zach Galifianakis character, his like his lawyer and best friend or some shit like mm-hmm. that, walks in the room when he's in the middle of this doing this tirade, and it jumps to him picking up shit and throwing it. So you're like, wait, is he actually crazy or does he have powers? Like, what's going on? Like, right. you, th- you assume that he's insane, but like the mo- start of the movie is the best because it starts with Michael Keaton's character basically in his tidy whities cross-legged levitating in the air Mm -hmm. like he's floating in the air in his dressing room and you're like what the fuck is this movie because i we'll get to the ending in a minute because that's a bit of a mind fuck i will be honest with you this movie would have been a whole lot better if it turned out he really did have superpowers um but i i my belief in this movie was he's just a crazy person he's just crazy and he's just like he's just basically like gone insane from his celebrity his
1: life is a mess right now it is
0: he's divorced and he cheated on his wife or whatever and they got divorced and he like his his daughter is a former drug addict she's out of rehab Mm -hmm. and she's working for him now as a like an assistant Mm -hmm. but like he has to sit there and live like basically see her every day and see like his failure he sees his failure Left and right mm-hmm. throughout this entire thing, he's got Edward Norton's character who's in there. He's a douchey fucking Such actor. An asshole. Yeah, like he Edward Norton's character criticizes him in the middle of their fucking preview when they're doing like the preview set for like a uh, a stage audience or whatever. And yeah. like he flips out in the middle of the preview, like telling him like Why do you get all the fucking good lines? Like you you wrote this play. You wrote all the good lines for yourself. Yada yada yada. And he basically fucks everything up. <coughs> um, there's a scene where. There's a great scene where they get in a they get in a fight because Edward Norton's character, like, has this interview with like Time Magazine or some mm. shit like that, and he tells them a story about like why he got in acting, which is the exact same story that Michael Keaton told he him. He stole why. Michael Keaton's story. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So he goes in there and he flips up the the sun tanning bed that Edward Norton's fucking douchey character brought into the dressing room and uh-huh. just beat and just like they have this big argument. He fucking slapping him with a the thing. They mm-hmm. have like this little fight. There's a lot of really great stuff in this movie. Um, I'll, I'll skip to the end, though. The real fucked up part about it is there's a scene at the end in the play where his character like comes out. And I love this fucking monologue. This uh-huh. Michael Keaton delivers in this movie. He yeah. absolutely delivers everything. Um, there's a scene at the end where... He kills himself. His character kills himself with like a fake gun, essentially. Uh And there's like blood that shoots out from the wig and everything like that. And that's been what they've been doing the entire time. At the ending, um, when Michael Keaton goes stir-fucking-crazy and thinks he's flying around New York and shit like that as Birdman, (coughs) he delivers his final monologue, but he has a real gun in his hand. And he points the gun at himself, Mm -hmm. and he shoots himself literally shoots himself yep and i'm like holy shit like this dude actually killed himself on stage that's how i thought it ended yeah that it doesn't end like that no um there's a there's a different ending they were planning on doing and i'll talk about that in a second i read about it um but it ends with him in the hospital bed apparently he missed and shot his nose off and -hmm. they had like given a replacement nose But here's the weird part, and I read about this, and I didn't pay attention to this movie, but when I look back on it, it kind of seems like it was real. The entire movie feels like it's playing with no jump cuts. Like, you know when there's, in the movie, the jump cut, they, like, cut the scene and go to another scene? The way that it was filmed, apparently it feels like it's going from one scene to the other, to the other. He's and the constantly camera just, walking. And the through. camera just moves around. And, yes. it, and he obviously they didn't they didn't do it all in one take, but right. it feels like the camera just moves around and never cuts away. Right. The first jump cut that happens in this movie is when he shoots himself uh-huh. and it jumps to him in the hospital. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of theories where people say when he shot himself on stage that was him actually killing himself. And when he's in the hospital, but it's like his final death dream or something like that. Because at the end of the movie, when he's in the hospital, like he gets all the recognition that he wanted. His mm-hmm. wife is in there, like loving him and stuff like that. His daughter comes in and it likes loves him and forgives him and everything like that. He's popular. All the critics will like, want to see him. All the news interviews want to talk to him. He gets so mm-hmm. many follows on Twitter. Like he gets every single recognition that he wants. Um, so there's a lot of people that believe that he actually did shoot himself, but if you believe he didn't shoot himself at the end of the movie, he basically opens the window in the hospital room, and they don't tell you this is this is ambiguous what the uh, director did in this movie because it doesn't show you what happened. You assume that because he tried to kill himself, he just jumps out the window. Right. <laughs> His daughter comes back in Emma Stone. And she's like looking for a dad and she sees the open window. She looks out there. The first thing she does, look down and then look up and you see her Her go. face lights. She up. She gets hysterical laughter like yeah. in her face. And you hear him laughing as a, as it jumps to the credits. So there's one of two ways you can take this movie. Either he really does have powers yeah, and he's flying in the air and she looks up it's like, Oh my God, that's my dad. Or, He splattered on the ground and it drove her crazy because she has like a large drug problem and she's kind of like not mentally kept together. And she's kind of hysterically laughs like, oh, my God, my dad killed myself. (laughs) Like kind of like it drove her crazy a little bit.
1: I thought it was more of the when he shot himself, he died. Yeah. And in the hospital bed with all the recognition he's getting from his wife, from his ex-wife, from his daughter, from his friends, from all the critics. And that's all he needed. Yeah, and that was him going to heaven. Yeah, that's well, what I thought. So that's the third thing. He's either flying with his powers, he either splatted on the ground, and his daughter's just losing her mind, or that's him ascending into heaven.
0: I I like I like that he killed himself on stage mm-hmm. better because first of all, it's really fucking hard to miss yourself
1: if you put the gun to your head and pull the trigger. If you watch, he's got it to his head. As he pulls te- up the trigger, to his temple basically. Yes, but he kind of <clears throat> slides. it. If you notice, he slides the gun forward right as he pulls the trigger. So there's a possibility.
0: The best part about this movie I, that I liked a, a lot. One of the best parts was when he had the confrontation with the critic. So there's this there's this pretentious fucking critic who drinks at this bar all the time mm-hmm. that he goes to and it's like this lowbrow bar you know you gotta right. go there and he sees her there all the time and she's going to the first premiere the first official premiere of this play and he takes a drink over to her her drink and basically wants to introduce himself like hey gotta gotta just want to you know introduce myself before you come see the play tomorrow and she's a fucking bitch mm-hmm. she's a horrible person in my opinion <clears throat> she basically tells him it doesn't matter how your play goes. I'm going to I'm gonna destroy your play. I'm going to give it a bad review. And he was like, wait, you, you haven't seen the play. Like, what are you talking about? And she explains to him how you are just one of those celebrity Hollywood types that are just taking up space for real, true art. You're not really a truly an artist. You're just here to take up space so you can get you know, your 15 minutes of more fame. You just, you're just taking up space, yada, yada, yada. You're not a true artist, and I'm going to destroy your play. And he has this fucking moment where... He walks around or goes to the other side of her, and is basically ranting, ranting at her. Essentially saying, like, basically the, the short version of it is he tells her, like, w- what the fuck do you know? Like, what the fuck do you know about it? You don't know me. You don't know what the fuck I am. You don't know what I'm doing. Like, everything you write, all you're doing is just saying, like, categories and things like that. Mm-hmm. This isn't real true words, what you're saying. He has this great monologue towards her, and it's amazing. This is, I, I was watching that. I was like, Michael Keaton is fucking amazing. And I was like, this is the reason why I love Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. So, it's a great movie. If you haven't watched it, watch the fucking movie.
1: I'm glad you liked it. I did, I, did, I too. enjoyed it a lot. I liked it a lot. <clears throat> Scott, okay. what yes. is,
0: I'm interested to hear what you say about this movie.
1: This is a weird one. So, you gave me a weird movie called Await Further Instructions. Um, so, it wasn't terrible. I just feel like it was a two-hour movie. Could have been an hour. <laughs> and it could have been an it could have been an episode of Twilight Zone or Outer Limits. Or, or Black Mirror, yeah. Or Black Mirror, like one of those. Like it didn't need to be a feature length movie. It could have been cut very short. It felt very indie esque. Yes. Um I didn't really know any of the actors except for I hope you have IMDB pulled up, because the guy who played the grandpa. He was a dude that played an uh, uh, He's Harry in Potter. Game of Thrones and he's in Harry Potter. He in Harry Potter he played uh, Filch, the caretaker of Hogwarts. Yeah, the janitor. And then in Game of Thrones he was uh, Walter Frey. Yeah, his well, name
0: is David Bradley. He's good. He's good. <laughs> he's great. You, saw, uh, you every... saw you saw his old granddad ass yeah. when they were wiping cleaning themselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean he. So basically, I'll give a little synopsis because I know most people haven't seen this film. It's. The, the people in the movie are, are British. I'm guessing they live in England. I don't really know. Somewhere in the UK. Yeah. And it's Christmas. And the son, I believe his name is Nick. Nick? Uh, Yes, Nick. He is going home to see his family for Christmas. He has not been home in three years. He has not spoken to his father in three years. And we'll, we'll find out why in a minute here. He has, he has had conversations with his mother, but not his dad.
0: His dad's a right prick.
1: He's bringing his girlfriend home to meet his family, and she is ethnic. She is, I'm guessing,
0: Indian. As I was going to say, she looks very Indian. Her she name, could
1: be Pakistani. Her, her
0: name in the movie is Anji, and her the actress' name is Mirza Naik. And she's
1: probably from indian subcontinent yes sri lanka india because they were british colonies for a very very long time so i would assume we'll just for argument's sake we'll say she's indian and um she comes with him and he gets to the house and the first fucking thing when he gets into the house this family is how horrible his family is his grandfather who's played by the guy we mentioned is a huge racist Huge racist toward his girlfriend. Yeah, his father is such a fucking prick. Such a, such a
0: very, has to be in charge of everything. Very conservative. Very like man. Christian. Man, right wing Christian. I'm the man of the house. Yes. I make all the rules, and you're you're the women of the house. You have to cook the meals. And he shit
1: like works that. as a manager of a firm. So yeah. because he's the manager at work he still is the manager at home. I think
0: his name is Grant Masters, the yeah. actor that plays him. He on.
1: runs his house like he runs his business. Yeah. And the sister is there. And sh- the sister's pregnant. And she's just a royal fucking bitch. And her husband comes with her. And he doesn't wear sleeves the entire he's movie. He's one of those guys. He's like a juice head, meat head gorilla. And he's such a douchebag. Like, I'm setting the scene. This family is fucked up. Now, Nick and the girlfriend, they don't seem to be too bad. And the mother, the mother is actually not bad. She's she's no. a redeemable character. The problem is she's just so submissive to the father. that That's the only issue with her. Yeah. But she's the one who wanted Nick to come. And right away, like instantly, there's a fight. Like r- first thing as he walks in the door. So he's getting ready to turn around and leave right away. But the mother says, no, 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 just stay, just stay. She convinces him to stay. Dinner goes pretty bad with the grandpa saying racist things. So they're getting ready. They decide they're gonna they're gonna make they're gonna leave, like in the middle of the night. They go to leave, they open the door, and there's some kind of like film. I can't really explain what it is. There's a barrier at the door. And, and they can't escape. And you know they're they're kind of making a commotion cuz they were trying to sneak out in the middle of the night and it wakes the whole house up and everybody comes down everybody there's more issues with the whole family dynamic they open the windows every windows block they're stuck in the house <laughs> then the weird thing happens the tv the tv turns on and it starts yeah, to communicate with them and the first thing it says was await oh, further instructions whatever and roll credits basically they decide hey it's christmas we're still going to have our christmas dinner we're going to do what we want to do so they have the christmas meal the next thing the tv says is, don't eat the food it's poison it's contaminated yeah so they're like oh fuck what the? they think it's a terrorist attack and they're blaming <laughs> they keep putting it on the girlfriend because she's of a- She's a woman of yeah. color, uh, yes, yeah, and they're just assumed, they don't know they're just fucking horrible, horrible fucking people mind it, you, mind you
0: the the son who hasn't seen um his parents in three years, mm-hmm. he doesn't think this he's all pretty much hundred percent on his girlfriend's side, one hundred percent like you're being ridiculous, that's yes. not what it's going on,
1: yes, so it, it's just a mess, so then a little bit later, the t v the t v keeps changing and it keeps giving them orders and you find out from the grandpa that the dad, even though the dad is a manager, I guess he's like a shit boss. Being a manager is different than being an owner. Like yeah. He even has superiors. Yes. So the only thing that the dad does at his job is follow orders and hand them down to the subordinates. So this dynamic that's happening in the house is his is his wheelhouse. Like, at his job... His superiors tell him what to do, and he makes sure all he the lower does not people does it. He does not question anything no. the TV tells him. He believes it's no. the government giving you this information, right.
0: that we have to follow we it. listen to the government, That's yes. the way, everything they say, we have to do.
1: Yes, and, and, and Nick is the only one saying, well, we, we have to do it. Like, why? Why are you listening to the, this TV? Like, this makes no sense. The next thing that happens, is kind of weird. It says that the air is contaminated, and you must take a vaccine. And there's like, down the chimney. Down the chimney, these shots come out. <coughs> And he enforces the, the dad. Girl, the girlfriend is a nurse,
0: by the way. She's she, a nurse. She's yeah. a nurse, so she has she's a medical. Doctor. She's oh, she's a doctor. I she's thought she was doctor. a nurse. Okay, I haven't yeah, seen her in years.
1: She's a doctor, so yes. she
0: has medical experience. Yeah. She's like, we don't know what the fuck is in this shit. Like, why
1: are we taking yeah. this? His uh, Indian girlfriend is a doctor. He is a nurse. That's how he met her. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. They work in the hospital together. Nick is a nurse, and his girlfriend is a doctor, and the douchebag boyfriend. He's a fucking EMT, like a paramedic. Yeah. So there's so many, like, medically, medically professionals. Yes. And they get these fucking rando shots. And uh, Angie says, she goes, these aren't sterile. Like, they're used. We can't do these. But of course, the father makes them. So at, the granddad is the first one is like, oh, just give it to me. And he yes. sticks
0: himself in the fucking arm. So
1: everybody takes it. Everybody takes it. Then the grandfather, like, dies. Yeah. He starts like vomiting up tar, and we don't know if it was the vaccine that did it. We don't know what it was, and there's just like there's so much conflict. Like he, didn't even, I can't even stress to you listeners enough how much conflict there was in this family dynamic. That was the issue. It's a stressful fucking situation. It, like, like I hated his family so much. Yeah. Like, like I was more concerned about having to be trapped in a house with them than what was seriously even going on outside yeah um but then there's just like, more orders come in one of you is infected you must quarantine the infected person of course automatically they think it's the indian girl right yeah. away so they they lock her in a bedroom nobody
0: questions how these fucking television knows that one of you is infected nobody fucking like nothing well nobody but like the girlfriend the boyfriend it, nobody it has questions weird. It. it's
1: weird like In real life, people wouldn't just blindly follow this. Are you sure about that, Scott? Are you sure about that? People won't even wear masks to go to Walmart, Adam. sure about that? Positive.
0: If I guarantee there are some people where if somebody gave them an word on the TV screen,
1: they might say that unless there's an underscore dash Trump. I'm sorry. There would be some people who would, but they would be the few and far between yes what's going on in this movie i think would be the minority people would just blindly follow these orders look at the world today that we're in people will not do anything they're told to do like i said you got to wear a mask because there's a global pandemic fuck no i'm not listening to these doctors and scientists what do doctors and scientists know this person on the internet told me otherwise like that's the kind of shit i'm talking about yeah um God, I hated it. I hated, <laughs> I, had, I hated the family so much, and it just it it gets worse. Then they start fighting, and the sister ends up falling, and she's but mind you, she's pregnant, very pregnant, very like very. like like a week. I think she said in week she was getting out, induced, about to pop. Yes, yeah. she falls down the steps, which we know is like bad for pregnant people anytime. That's what they say. So she's like laid up on the couch. The mom's trying to take care of her. <laughs> the the husband and Nick get into this fight. So then the TV says one of you is a spy. So the dad automatically thinks it's Nick. He's ready to fucking kill his own son. Yeah. To get these secrets he out. He tortures him. All. He ties to a Tortures him. He's going to take a screwdriver to his eyeball. And then finally the mom steps in. And is like, what finally, the fuck are you doing? Finally, the mom... Has the wherewithal to step up and say something. So while Angie is trapped in the room, there happens to be a TV in this room. And she's like, there's a window too, and she's looking at what this thing is. And she opens up the TV and she finds out there's like what looks like a beating heart in the TV. And she like freaks out. Mm. And as soon as that happens, like it says, everybody exit upstairs. Yeah. And some kind of poisonous smoke. The, the mom's in the bathroom. The mom's in the bathroom upstairs. She gets trapped in there. The smoke fucking kills the mom. So now she's dead. And the 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 sister ends up dying from her fall. Which, yeah. whatever. She ends up dying. So now Angie gets out. Nick gets her out. They go downstairs. Then there's this huge fight with the dad. The dad's like kicking Nick's ass. He's ready to kill dad him. dad is terrible in this And then at the, at the last second, Angie sees... The dead sister's stomach moving. The baby is still alive. The fetus is still, and she's a doctor, so she's like, "I can perform a C-section to get this baby out." As soon, as she says that the husband is still alive. He decides, "Okay, I'll fucking do this." So he then fights the dad. It's like. It's- Whole, like, fucking WWE, the dad, like, the, the Royal hus- Rumble going the husband on. husband is a dumbass. He goes a, left and right. He flip-flops all the time. He's an idiot. He's an yeah. idiot. Yeah, he was not smart. He does not know what to do. He ends up getting killed by the dad taking an axe to the head. <laughs> so he's gone. They're dropping like flies. Before this happens, though, the
0: uh, the the... Father figure, the pat- patriarch of the household, essentially has like this religious revelation. Essentially, right, right. There's something. There's something that comes on the TV screen that basically leads him to worship believe, me. Or yes, something. that leads him to believe that it's Jesus giving all these uh-huh. all these things, and it, we have to listen to and this. He starts
1: praying to yes. the TV,
0: and then somehow, so I think if I remember correctly, somehow. Because the baby is still alive in the stomach, he takes it as like a religious miracle. Like this is
1: going to be the savior born. Yeah, yes. right, right. Um, That's when things get really fucking screwy. Yeah, and then it's just like he, the father ends up getting killed. Yeah, like the son like drops a TV on his head. Essentially, bookshelf like drops or the a bookshelf. Bo- yeah, the drops bookshelf. the bookshelf on him and then the TV too. Because they smash. He wanted to smash the TV from the beginning because there's the same creature being entity yeah. living in this tv which is like wires basically it's like it's like a mechanical looking thing yeah it, it, it's it's just it's just fucking bizarre what this what this entity is so the father ends up getting killed so it's left to just nick and Angie, the last two the, the this these wires end up coming out of everywhere. They 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 end up taking the dad's body and like taking it, it over. He jams the
0: and, back of the skull and he's like a puppet. Now.
1: Yeah, he's like a marionette that he's like being controlled and you find out that it's basically basically what it boils down to, it's technology. It's like a fucking Terminator two thing. That like technology has Become self aware, and whether it's how it happened, they never answer that question. No, could it be alien forces or something divine? Maybe, but it is technology. It, it's like wires, and like like it, it wants to be worshipped. Like yeah. we watch TV, like we worship technology. That's what it wants. Um, yeah, it ends up that uh, everybody's dead. If everybody's know. they they. There's no way they can beat this thing.
0: Everybody dies in the end. And then it dissolves the pregnant mother's body. Uh-huh. And it's there's this baby sitting the there. The baby, and it, yeah. And the T V screen is like right in front of the baby, like worship me, worship me, uh-huh. gotta got it. so it's like a grave. Like the fucked
1: up part about though, the, pans the out.
0: end. The end tell about the pan out.
1: It pans out and you see the outside of their house and you see this neighborhood in the UK where this is all taking place and every house. Has the same thing occurring in it. Yeah. With these wires overtake. Some houses are on fire. Some houses you can see the glow of a TV on the inside. Some houses are just like demolished and destroyed. But every house has had a similar instant. It
0: reminded me of, and we talked about like kind of what this reminded me of like Twilight Zone and stuff like that. It reminded me of an episode of, you remember that show on Netflix, Love, Death and Robots. Yes. It kind of reminded me very much of a show of an episode of that. It could have been on
1: that too. Like I'm saying, it could have been on any of these. Yeah. It should have been on an anthology and much shorter because there was so much redundancy with, yeah, the family sucks but like you could have shortened it a bunch and yeah. put it on something like this but it was it was a really clever idea it was it was an interesting idea they just wanted to take it a little too meta i feel yeah but yeah that's that was uh await further instructions and i'm sure our listeners like I, I, why did you watch this what what possessed what possessed you to watch this you know what possessed me to watch this <coughs> uh i was watching
0: years ago i was just like in my room, one bedroom one time, just laying in my bed. It's one of those nights, and I just kind of had my tablet up on Netflix. And I was watching a bunch of weird movies, like found footage stuff, and it mm. was just kind of like, I went down the rabbit hole of, if you like this, you might like that. The suggestion thing. And oh,
1: that, the suggestion. And that
0: came up. I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. Well, let's watch that. And I watched that movie. I was like, that's a fucking weird one.
1: Yeah. It was yeah. weird. It wasn't awful. I, the acting was good. It was more interesting than it was good. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that sentiment. Yes, uh, it's worth a watch. Worth a watch. Yeah, uh, it's time to pick next week's courses. Yes, Cinema, it Scott. is. Yes, it what is. What do you have for me, you sir? I had a hard time with you this week. I was really wanted uh, a bit. So you sir, I'm surprised you haven't seen this. You're going to watch the movie "Clear and Present Danger." It is on Amazon Prime Video. Clear and present danger. I don't. I, I want you to go in blind, so I'm not going to tell you who's in it. I'm not going to tell you who did the movie, because you actually don't know about this movie. And the listeners are probably like, oh, that's featuring this guy, and this guy, and that's written by this guy. But Adam is unaware. So. I,
0: I have heard of the movie. I've, I've. It's one of those movies I just never bothered watching, because I've heard of it so often. It exists so. in a universe. Let me put it that way.
1: <clears throat> okay. And as soon as you start it, you'll be like, oh, this universe.
0: All right, that's that's fair. I I will enjoy it, too. Um, I have for you, I picked out a a DVD. You gave me a DVD last week. Oh. I have a DVD for you, sir. Oh,
1: fantastic. So,
0: here is your copy of Birdman back for you. Oh, very good. And I'm going to show the audience. I picked Dark City. It is very much, I, I actually really enjoy this movie. Uh, it's an unopened copy because I bought it. How is it unopened? It because I bought it years ago because I didn't have a copy of my own. And I just never opened it. Um, so it's an unopened copy of a movie called Dark City. It's very sci-fi, mystery-oriented kind of movie. It's it's interesting. It's probably like B-level kind of movie, but I really enjoy it. It's, it's one of those kind of movies that gets you thinking. It's, it's,
1: Dark City. Yes. Featuring Kiefer Sutherland, Jennifer Conley, and William Hurt. Good yes. cast you know jennifer conley is married to paul bettany who plays vision oh there we go we just connected yeah, the dots we just connected the dots six I... degrees of kevin bacon right there
0: if you want to get a hold of for distraction you can email us for at gmail.com we are on facebook and twitter search for distraction at podcast we're on probably any
1: Oh kind, of, gosh, kind of kind of site
0: that you can listen to podcasts. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify.
1: Can people Google go Play. to Google and Google for your distraction? I bet you they could. And I've, find us. I've never done it. I'm gonna have to do it at the like, end of the It's episode. fucking basic, but do
0: that. You can do that. Uh, or search podcast FYD, one of those two. Uh, rate us, subscribe to us, follow us, share us with your friends. We grow because you guys help us grow. Uh, we're also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. That is our official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network. Uh, you can probably search for the Movie Guys Podcast on YouTube. They upload them often on there, too. We are still, as you heard at the beginning of the show, a member of the Electronic Media Collective. Head over to electronic electronicmediacollective.com. It's a mouthful. It kind of is, yeah. They even say it at the beginning <laughs> of the promo. I see what you did there. yeah. I yeah, see what you did there, but... Scott. And I ruined it by mentioning it. Head uh, <laughs> over to electronicmediacollective.com and listen to us on there, Scott.
1: Let's give a shout out to uh, we did a Facebook Live tonight. We did. We're experimenting uh, with new things. First time we've done that. Like I said when we started the show, the Facebook Live is going to be really, really raw. It's not going to be edited or cut down for time like Adam likes to do. So bear with us on that. Um, It is on our For Your Distraction Facebook page. Like Adam said, uh, search for For Your Distraction on Facebook. You can like us on there. And once you like us, when we go live on Facebook Live, you will get the notification. And you can watch it. You can look at our ugly mugs instead of just listening to our harmonious tones. Yes. Um,
0: Scott, the viewers like it raw.